Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. I'm financial journalist Caroline Stephen. When Louise Bedford was 19 years of age, she wrote down her personal mission statement, which was to help liberate people's lives through trading. And today, it's exactly the same as it was all those years ago. And first up in the show, we hear how it's guided Louise's life and continually moves her forward in the direction she wants to go. Louise asks if you've decided what your true calling is and are you living the life you're meant to be living. We also hear from mentoree Mari Burgess in the show today. Mari's a corporate banker who completed the mentor program in 2010 and we hear about Mari's trading journey, its ups and its downs and its roller coaster rides over the past few years. that you're meant to live? Are you living your life's purpose? Do you have soul satisfaction? When I was 19, I wrote my life's mission statement. Little did I know back then that the simple words that I'd put down on paper, they'd guide my life and they'd provide me with the direction I needed when things got tough, because things did get tough. Want to hear what I wrote back then? Actually, I found the original card that I wrote it on quite a while ago and I realised how much it had meant to me at the time but also how much it's meant to me as time has gone on. Here's my mission statement. Funnily enough, I even feel a bit nervous about sharing it with you. It's just so deeply personal. But this is what I wrote all those years ago. To inspire others by leading by example. To create wealth and spread my wealth to those that I love and those that I choose, to nurture others to discover their true energy so they can change the world. Now, I've just read it out for you word for word, but I actually do know that off by heart. And by true energy, I mean the thing that you can do effortlessly. You know, these days people call it flow or being in the zone, but I didn't know those terms back then. I guess from that you can see how once I'd worked out how to trade, because my mission was so important to me, I just needed to spread the word about how others could liberate their lives as well using trading as a tool. I wanted success with significance, not just for myself, but for those I could help get what they wanted. Have you decided what your calling is? And frankly, it's one thing to hear your heart whisper the direction that you need to go in, but it's another to believe in it and to act on it. 
Do you know in your gut that you really want to be a trader? Or have you been denying that part of yourself because it just seems too hard? I have to ask you, what's the worst thing that could happen if you decided to be mentored by me and Chris Tate? On your deathbed, you'll have regrets. You'll wish you'd have played more. You'll wish that you'd spent time with friends and family. But I'll bet that you'll wish you had have also taken more risks and created a life with more meaning. By freeing up your life with the income and the choices that trading can provide for you, I know that you'll be able to matter. My own mission statement helps me get rid of anything that I just don't enjoy or things that started out being fun, but they're just not fun anymore. And it guides me into designing my life instead of just existing. I find that whenever I start lacking energy and wondering if it's all worth it, it means that I've drifted away from my mission statement and I'm not being guided by its wisdom. Then when I do remember why I'm here on this planet and I do the things that I'm meant to do, it just feels great and I get back to loving trading again and loving my business again and and loving my life. And not uncoincidentally, every time I get on track, my income rises without as much work because I'm not having to force it. So your challenge is to think about what you really want in life. Is it just to exist being a worker drone having to achieve somebody else's goals and dreams? Or are you ready to move forward and trade your fears for peace? Trade your anxiety for confidence? Imagine a life where you didn't have to worry whether you'd made the right stock choice or wonder how much money to put into your next trade or even when to exit your trade. Imagine a life where you didn't look enviously at their new car or house or holiday and where you didn't have to put your plans on hold again and where you didn't need to worry about what the future would bring for you. How good would that feel? And that is what trading can do for you. If you're ready for this life, then Chris Tate and I will work with you to create the trading business that you deserve. And once you've done our mentor program, we'll keep working with you for free until you hit every one of your goals. We'll keep on giving you the guidance you need to become an exceptional trader, no matter how long it takes, giving you the benefit of our combined 50 years as traders. We'll help you create the life that you want to live. In your heart, you'll know if doing the mentor program is the right move for you. Shortly, I'll be sending you an email telling you how to book in for the mentor program. If you're serious about getting the results that you've been craving from the markets, you won't hesitate and you'll book in straight away. Don't let another year go by where you're drifting and not living your life's mission. As a corporate banker, Marie Burgess had plenty of financial acumen when she came into the mentor program in 2010. But as we hear in this interview, Marie had her own challenges to work through. We hear about Marie's trading journey now, how she reached a high point in the markets this year, 
and what it means to her to be creating her financial destiny. Mari Burgess, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hello, Carolyn. How are you? Lovely to get you onto the show. Mari, let's talk about your trading journey because it is a really interesting one. What drew you to share trading in the first place? A a colleague I worked with many, many, many years ago when I first joined the corporate banking world who basically got me into looking after my own finances and suggested a few trades to start with. So, um, set myself up with a broker and away I went. When did you complete the mentor program? In 2010. Let's describe some of the journey you've had with the mentor program, starting with what you liked about it. What I liked about it was at the time my business was dying and I was looking for a financial salvation, which I thought trading would be one, but it wasn't one by myself. So what I liked about this was the the discipline to stop trading while I actually did the course, which actually paid for itself in the in the long run. So I liked the online part of it. So I could actually, because I was so quiet, I could, had plenty of time to to actually do the learning. And Louise and Chris, just having those at the helm have been fantastic. How about the connections you've made in the mentor program? Because I know Louise likes to create it as though it is a big family and it really can be at times. How have you found that? The Look, the forum is extraordinary. Uh, having been part of forums beforehand, I wasn't a big fan because you get onto a lot of forums and you'll get one or two people who are very negative or say the wrong things and then the whole thing goes down from there, whereas that has never happened on the the Trading Game Forum. Everyone is open, sharing, collaborative. And while I don't know a lot of people well, there's a couple of people that, that I could easily send a note to and catch up and have a coffee and see how they're going from the trading world. So I do like that. How did you go with absorbing the technical aspects of trading? Was it quite overwhelming at first or did you embrace it? Was, it was so overwhelming. <laughs> uh, it's brave of you to I, I remember that. many times late at night trying to, was going through Louise's part of the program which and, and just trying to work out the maths behind things. And because I actually was very good at maths at school, I found it really confronting that I was struggling with really what, in retrospect, are really simple um, concepts. But I think I was, A, I was exhausted, B, I was working long hours, and then C, trying to do all this study at night. That And then you'd post something up and then you wake up in the morning and go, I didn't even read that properly. And because I was so tired, you just wanted to get the task done. And there was always the pressure about finishing your study tasks because the next one was coming and the next one was coming and the next one was coming. What is set up for the fact that um, Chris's part of the course would be really hard, and it certainly was, but because I made a conscious decision that there were some parts of his training that I just was not interested in doing like options and stuff like that, that that, that actually I could, could t- let myself off the hook for some things, but I couldn't let myself off the hook for any of Louise's. It's funny that you say that in retrospect, it looks so easy and obvious, but when you're actually going through the process, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's so not. But also it, it's just quietly brilliant the way they have have structured the training. As a trainer myself in in the corporate world, it's always fascinating to see how people have done it and I just keep admiring what Chris and Louise have done because it's a layer upon layer upon layer. So by the time you do finish, you've, you've absorbed it. 
Let's go to the psychological aspects about trading. Tell us more about how you have gone with the psychological journey in the markets. So pre pre um, trading game, I was very much a buy and hold, but also would listen to people that would say, "You need to sell this now because they're going to go really badly." And so you'd sell, and then you go, "Oh, well, I just lost all that money for for nothing." So coming into the the trading game, as I said, stopping trading was it was almost like a relief. It was a weight off my shoulders because I wasn't expected to make money out of trading for that six months of trading. I've also done a lot of self-development myself. I've done a lot of stuff around neuro-linguistic program. I actually work with people around their mindset. So for me, a lot of the psychological stuff was a nice reminder and totally, totally in line with everything I believe in and think is really essential for living. So I really like the psychological stuff. But the the things like morning journal and there was a few habits that Louise drums into us that you know, don't tell her that I said this, but secretly I don't do my morning journal because it just doesn't fit for me. So I've worked out other ways of, of working on it. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about a low point in your trading career where perhaps feelings of frustration and feelings like you're not going to get anywhere have really come up for you and you've had to push uh, through them. Certainly not with the trading game, um, but it was be certainly beforehand where during the GFC – a lot of things collided for me work-wise through my business and through my trading that I was just bleeding money, got into managed investments at a really stupid time on a professional's recommendation in inverted commas. Um, And it was really a low point. Probably the low point came when I actually started the trading game thinking this will save me and realising how long I'd spent doing really stupid things. So it was only in retrospect that you look back and you go, oh, my God, I've just lost so much money for such stupid reasons. Painful. But not stupid at the time. So let's talk about the opposite. Let's talk about a high point in the markets for you. Mm. Uh, Do you know, (laughs) I've been just chugging away because I do trade very small. I'm not a big trader by any stretch of the imagination. And the high point for me this year was when I actually broke even. So what that means is that all the money that I'd been, and I'm going to say play with because I was literally playing with $5,000 in the markets and it had to keep tipping in more lots of $5,000. And finally, um, on the back of a couple of trades this year, made it all back. And that's when the light went off for me and I went, actually, I've just got to keep plugging away at this because I just need to get on a few good trades and it totally is going to make up for all of the bad ones. Can I ask so what those a couple of good trades were for you? Sorry. Can they, I ask they were for exchange. Yep. And the reason they were good is that I just kept pyramiding into them. And even though people say don't pyramid in FX because it doesn't work, this one really worked for me. So, again, it's not a big win, but just the fact that now I can look my husband in the eye and go, we're in the black. <laughs> Louise often says that the feelings of making money in the market are actually quite disproportional to the amount of money you make. Because yes. the feeling of achievement is so strong. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, what did you think that you had really had to understand in the markets for these FX trades to have come off for you? It's just just follow the system. Just If there's a signal, just enter the trade, just follow the system. Um, and obviously I can't always enter the system, uh, follow my system if, if, well, I am following my system if my heat's full or I can't enter a trade. So there's heaps of great trades I've missed. But, yeah, it, it's very much reinforced now. Just keep plugging away. 
Murray, what expressions or phrases or bits of advice have really stayed in your mind and have kept shaping your psychology? I think it really is follow the system. That comes through both Chris and Louise's section of set your system up, make sure it's robust, make sure it's your own system, make sure you can follow it and just keep following it every day. Go in, see what's happening. If there's a trade, enter it. If there's not, don't worry. You've said that you won, you made some money in FX trades. What's your favourite market to trade? It's actually FX. It, it just, I just wish it would start trending properly. <laughs> it just, it just feels right for me. I find, uh, because I've done um, equities for more than 20 years as a buy and hold um, option and then a little bit of weekly trading through the trading game, it never really flowed in my boat. Not saying I won't do it again, but I haven't touched equities for uh, four or five years now. Give us a snapshot of your trading day or week. How much time do you devote to it? What's your routine look like? So I do work full time. So literally get home. I would have a look at what the market's done first thing in the morning, whether my trades are up or down. And then when I get home at night, I would download all the current data, see if there's any, for any of my existing trades, if I need to move any stops, which is always a good thing. to see whether any have broke even and there's a pyramiding opportunity and also whether there's new trades to enter and also check what I've been thrown out of as well. So that takes about half an hour mm-hmm. and then I update my spreadsheet uh, and that's it for the day. And then on weekends I do all my administration. So I'm keeping track of, and this is why I knew I'd broken even, I'm keeping track of what my unit price is, although I have to say, I'd worked this out all by myself, a formula to work out what my unit price was per per dollar. And it wasn't until this year I'm going, I'm going to, have to make something like $50 million to break even. That just doesn't seem right. And I'd realised all these years I've been tracking it that I was doing a multiply instead of a divide on my, my formula, <laughs> which is fine because now means I, I actually can see I've broken even. So as I said, very excited. Murray, tell us how trading shaped and developed you as a person. You've done a lot of NLP. You worked hard on yourself. How has trading shaped you even more? It's a little, um, I don't know, it's just part of my identity now. It's Do you see it's yourself just, as a trader? I do see myself as a trader and I do talk to, I actually work in corporate banking, so I will. I would never talk about trading to people I worked with ever before. But now I just casually would say, well, and I also trade, without sort of going into the details or anything like that. So it's just part of who I am. It's, you know, I'm a, I'm a mum, I'm a wife, I'm a, a corporate banker, I'm a coach and I'm a trader. Have you noticed a exponential degree in the amount of confidence and knowledge that you've got trading since 2010? Oh, absolutely. It's more the confidence that because managing risk is so drummed into us that the worst that could happen with my trading portfolio is that I lose a couple of thousand dollars mm. when I'm fully in the market. Uh, and so so my goal would be to obviously increase my trading amounts in the, and obviously the amount I'm risking because I've really re- reduced it right down. And I, I can see I'm nearly at the point of doing that now and just taking a bit more of a risk because at the end of the day, it's still just a few thousand dollars that I'll be losing. And that's that's really reassuring. How have you found Chris and Louise through the whole process? It's funny. Louise and I kept bumping into each other prior to me starting the program uh, because I'd go to seminars and I'd hear her speak and I'd buy her books and, and I, or she was always someone that I really um, admired and looked up to. She's done courses that 
I've always been interested in and then bump in and she'd always say things like, uh, I say, I really want to do your program and she would say things like when the time is right because, you know, I never had the money and then when I really didn't have the money, I took the plunge and decided to do it regardless um, because for me the time was absolutely right to, to do that. So she she's just amazing. I, look, I don't know Chris so well but I love his style of teaching. I love his because Louise nurtures you and looks after you and you feel really safe and then hands you ever so gently over to Chris in the way they do it. And then he takes the learning approach of you do all the learning and then you come here and ask the question and it's up to you to learn. And for me, that's what I absolutely needed because I needed to take control back of my finances rather than waiting for people to tell me what to do. They just so, as I said before, they've just developed this amazing training program and they have managed to build it together so perfect for me, perfectly, that, yeah, they've been great. What's the best thing about trading? It's a cool thing to do. It's, it's autonomous. It's something I don't need to rely on anyone else uh, and I'm creating my own destiny. Mari Burgess, thank you so much for coming on to Talking Trading and sharing your journey. Thanks, Carolyn. And that's all we have for you today, guys. Stay tuned next week for a special interview with the famous writer Julia Cameron. If you ever wondered where the morning journal idea came from and why Louise is so passionate about it, hear all about it from the creator of The Artist Way and the mistress of writing herself, Julia Cameron. I'm Caroline Stephen, and on behalf of the team, thanks for your company. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.